2023 is over. And if Jesus don't come back in the next 14 hours, we better get ourselves in alignment with God for 2024. Amen. That's what I want to talk to you about this morning. That's what I want to talk to you about. That's why we're going to give God the first three, week, uh, three weeks of the year. So the rest of the year can be blessed. You give him the first minutes of your day, your day is blessed. You give him the first days of your week, your week is blessed. You give him the first weeks of your year, you give him the first of your money. Ooh, don't get rid of your shout now. Listen, we give God our first and he blesses the rest. Amen. We give him our first and he blesses the rest. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes this morning on the first things that if we do this, guys, listen, if we do what the Bible says to do first, we'll have the best year and 2024 will be your best year yet. Amen? Amen? If we do what the Bible says to do first, are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? All right, Father, we thank you, God. We thank you that 2023 is over. We can't change nothing. We can't go back. But, Lord, we can look forward. The Apostle Paul says, forgetting what's behind and obtaining for the what you got ahead of us, God, reaching for 2024. So, Lord, we pray now in Jesus' name, God, that we get this right. Father, that we put you first in everything we do. In Jesus' name, and everyone agreed and said, Amen. Amen. There are seven times in the Bible when God said, do this first. Do this first. Before you do anything else, listen. He says seven different times. I want you to do this first and it will align you for blessings that are unprecedented that you have never, ever, ever received in your life. Amen. Amen. And one of you is really happy about that. If you do this, God said that you will have unprecedented blessings that you have never, ever, ever experienced. Seven times, he said, before you do something else. Seven times before you do something else, he said, do this first. Do this first. Do this first. Before you do anything else. Amen? Amen? Amen. He says, if you do these seven things first. He says, if you put my word. Come on, somebody. I don't know where this was at in 2023 for you. Amen? If you put this first in 24, I promise you it'll be different. Amen. Amen. He says, if you do these seven things first, put my word first, he said, my blessings will overtake you in the new year. My blessings will overtake you in the new year. And I want to share this with you because I feel like this is from the Lord for you. Thank you for that rousing applause. I learned something. I feel like this is a word from the Lord for you guys. And you know, I was thinking about it the other day. And you can drive your car up on a sidewalk. Tara's done it many times. She, she does. Oh, yeah. Listen, you can knock the front wheels out of alignment. And you can get going at 60 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour. And stuff's just not right. You hear me? You can feel the wobbling. Stuff's out of line and you know something's wrong. Something's broken in there. It's just not right. Amen. And it hinders your journey. It hinders your journey. It hinders you from going where you're supposed to go. What's wrong? Things are out of alignment. Things are out of alignment. Your wheels are out of alignment. Here, here. Sometimes, like, 
we'll go down south or we'll travel. Like sometimes you got to go see the chiropractor. Y'all, everybody over 40 said? <laughs> you got to go see the chiropractor. What do you do when you walk in there? And that's what I do. When I walk in, I'm like, dude, you need to pop my back back into place. You need to pop me back in alignment. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Crack me back in alignment. Because there's something about being in alignment, amen, somebody, that helps you with your journey. Right? It helps you along the way. It's amazing. So in Matthew 6.33, I want you to look at this. Matthew 6.33, there's just something about getting your alignment right. Okay? Matthew 6.33 says, seek first. Everybody say first. first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everybody say first. first. That's the alignment of priorities. Amen? That is the alignment of your priorities. In other words, you have to dethrone whatever stands in your life between you and Jesus. Amen. You have to dethrone whatever it is in your life that stands between you and Jesus. And I want you to listen to this. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23, says God himself, look here, God himself will sanctify you. You see this word? You will be preserved blameless. Look at this. So God himself is going to preserve you. I want you to notice this. Spirit, soul, look at, the, look at the order. Do you see this? Spirit, soul, and body. God will preserve you. But I want you to notice this. Spirit, soul, and body. Our order, listen. God is going to preserve you. Spirit, soul, and body. How many of us get that order messed up? Amen, come on. We want us to preserve our body first, don't we? I don't know who I'm preaching to over here. How many of us, listen, our order is flesh first. Amen. We want to preserve our body first. Then we want to preserve our, our emotions first. We, want to, we got it backwards. God said if you seek first the kingdom of God, so many times we put our body first. We put our flesh first. Oh, it's all about me. Oh, please yourself. Be happy. Be... Come on, church. You know what I'm talking about? We get it so backwards. The order is the flesh first. Then our soul, we want our emotions to be happy. Well, I mean, if we got time, we'll worry about our spirit. Y'all know who I'm talking to. But notice God's priority. He says, seek first. Everybody say first. The kingdom. And then he says, I will preserve you spirit, soul, and body. Spirit first. And if you let him bless you and you get the priority of the kingdom first, it's spirit first, then soul, then body, then finances. Everything else will be blessed if you get this alignment of priority. As he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you get this alignment of priority right, you got to get the priorities right. Amen. Amen. If God is not at the top of your priority list, your priority list is wrong. Come on, church. Can I just be completely honest with y'all? I don't know how this works. I am your pastor and I'm standing up here telling you that I don't know how this works. But what I do know, that it is not God's will for your life to be broke. It is not God's will for your life to be beat down. It is not God's will for your life to be depressed. It is not God's will for your life to just struggle. It's not his will. Amen. Telling you, I don't know how it works. But when we started living this out, telling y'all, 
when we started living this thing out and putting God first. Can you pull that scripture up again for me? I want to see that. 633. Matthew 633. I want to show you this real quick. Seek what? Everybody say first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things right here will be added to you. Everything else. Amen. When we put God first, can I tell you that he took care of all the other stuff? If you could just get this one point right here. Guys, if y'all could just get this into your spirit, we could end this service right now. This one point right here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And everything else works out. It has to. That is a promise from Jesus. That is what Jesus himself said. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. What about this? Yes. Well, what about this? Yes. What about my finances? Yes. What about this? Yes, that falls under the category of everything else. Amen. That's what you got to get a hold of. Everything else. Ah, seek God first. Matthew 5, 23. Look at this. It says, therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and now remember that your brother has something against you, there's an offense there. Say amen, somebody. There's an offense there. Okay. Verse 24. Leave the gift on the altar and go your own way. Listen to this. And first, everybody say first. Be reconciled to your brother. He's saying if you are in a position and there is unforgiveness there and there is bitterness there and there are things going on there in a position where someone is offended, it does you no good to give an offering. And I can hear somebody right now saying, well, see, that's why I'm not going to give it. The Lord says don't give it because I'm bitter and I'm mad at him. That's not what he said. He said bring your gift to the altar. Ooh, I got you. I got you he said, bring your gift to the altar and there leave it. You know what that is? That's a layaway blessing. Come on. That's what they call a layaway blessing. He says, no, what I want you to do is you just leave that gift right there at the altar. Well, I can't drive this week because I'm man better. That's not what he said. Leave your gift at the altar. Then he said, in other words, it's a layaway blessing. He said, I'm going to hold it for you. I'm going to hold the offering, and when you go and make things right, he says, I'm going to release my blessing on that offering. Amen. Listen, he didn't say, take it with you and then go get it right. He says, I don't trust you. God said, I don't trust you. You leave it right here because you're going to take it with you and you ain't going to go. He didn't say that. He didn't say, take it with you. He said, leave it right there. He said, I don't trust you. This way you got something invested Amen. This way you got something invested. Do you see that? See, there's an incentive. Come on. He says, you've got something invested now. He says, you've got an incentive laying right here on the altar because you've got an offering there. And it's a layaway plan for the blessings of God. And go first, he said, go first and be reconciled to your brother or sister. That is an alignment of relationships that is alignment of relationships guys it matters it matters it matters you have to get along with people it matters 
Somebody better say amen to that. It matters. You have to get along with people. Alignment in relationships. Can I tell you we're into extreme individualism in this country? We are into extreme. Oh, it's just me and Jesus, man. We got something going on over here. Oh, no, we're good. It don't work that way. Listen, the Maytag repairman can fix things. The iPhone repairman can fix things. The car mechanic can fix things. You need somebody to fix the relationships in your life, and his name's Jesus. Your car runs fine, but your relationships are jacked all the way up. Amen. You need somebody that can fix your relationships. And he says you don't need to just ignore. This year, listen to me. This year, in 2024, if you want to get in alignment for the blessings, first be reconciled. Everybody say first. First be reconciled. And even if they don't want to be reconciled with you, you already did your part. Amen? Leave your gift at the altar. First, everybody say first. And then God says, I can bless that life. Amen? Then he says, I can bless that life right there. But first, listen, Matthew 12, 29. He talks about another alignment right here. He says, how can you enter into a strong man's house and plunder all his goods unless you first, notice that, everybody say first. First bind the strong man. This is the alignment of authority. Nobody clapped at that one. This is the alignment of authority. There we go. I got one. It's the alignment of authority. This has to do with the fact that the devil has stolen something from you. Amen. He has stolen from you. He has stolen some things. He has stolen relationships. He has stolen money. He has stolen your health. He has stolen things from you. Amen. And can I tell you right now to be passive about it? You're going to be passive about it? You can't be passive sometimes. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it with force. And he said, I want you this year in 2024, if you plan on having the best year yet, get in alignment with authority. Amen. He said, get in alignment with authority and take authority over the strong man. Can I tell you that Satan has your stuff in a storage unit and he's got your name on it? And you won't even go get it back. He's got your stuff in a storage unit. You won't even get it back. He says, I'm stolen from you. He says, and you ain't never going to get it. But the Bible says, if you want your stuff back, everybody say first. First. Take authority and bind the strong man. First, bind the strong man, and then accept that it's not gone forever. If you lose your keys, you will look for them until you find it. If you lose your wallet, you will look for it until you find it. Amen? Come on. But the devil... Want you to think that I've lost it and I'm never going to get it back. But the Bible says that the enemy comes against you, that you are to bind the strong man. And I believe today that you're going to get it all back. I believe today you're going to get your joy back. I believe today that you're going to get your marriage back. I believe today you're going to get your relationship back. Amen. The devil's got your stuff and you need to bind the strong man and get it back. Amen. You're going to get your finances back. You're going to get your purpose back. Amen. Can I ask you to do something? Won't you reach over and touch your neighbor on the shoulder? And I want you to say, I know it's weird. Just do it. I want you to say this in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
Come on, really say it. In the name of Jesus, we bind the strong man. Come on, he has your stuff. And if the thief be found, the Bible says he's got to restore it sevenfold. Amen. We bind the strong man. If the thief be found, he's got to restore it sevenfold for you. Hallelujah. Lord, I received this year the sevenfold blessing. Come on. I received the sevenfold blessing. Come on, give him a shout of praise right here. Because it is the alignment of authority. It's the alignment of authority, guys. You have got understand that the devil... Y'all remember that old song? I can't... I'm not going to sing it because it's going to be well, but I went to the enemy's camp. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And took back what he stole from me. Do y'all not know that? who's over there singing that song? I heard somebody singing it. Good. Not the only weird one in here. Go get your stuff back. Amen? Stop being passive little Christians and go get your stuff back. The Bible says to bind the strong man. Amen? I want you to know that we're not defeated. We have authority over demons. We have authority over devils. We have authority over the spirit of lack, over the spirit of fear, over the spirit of depression, over the spirit of suicide, over the spirit of discouragement. God says to bind the strong man in your life. Bind him up. I will restore it to you. I will restore to you the joy of your salvation. Hallelujah. Here's another first thing. Matthew chapter 22, verse 36. He says, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He says this, I want you to notice this, is the first, everybody say first. Is the first and great commandment, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. This is the alignment of your heart. This is the alignment of your heart. And God is saying for this year, in 2024, he says, I really, really want to bless you this year. Amen. I really want you to be in alignment so I can bless you in the city and I can bless you in the field. And I want to open up my good treasures. I want to open up the windows of heaven and pour so much out that you can't even store it all. Amen. But in order for that to happen, in order... For that to happen, here's the first thing you got to do. You got to get the alignment of heart. The first and greatest commandment. The alignment of heart. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. This is the first commandment with all your heart. You see, what you get excited about is what you activate. What you get passionate about is what you activate. Can you understand that? When you sit here and scream and shout, that is what it is. It's your heart. God says, I want your heart. I want you to be passionate about me. I want you to love me with all your heart. I feel bad for you if you just love your wife one hour a week on Sunday. No, it was four of you that... Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And then he says this. That's the first and greatest commandment. And then he says this. Love your neighbor and love yourself. Love your neighbor and love yourself. Now we like that, don't we? Love God. Yeah, we're all about that. And we all agree that we should love our neighbor. But we forget the biggest part of that loving your neighbor is as you love yourself. In other words, God is saying, I want you to get in alignment with the fact that I love you. 
And don't you listen to what the world is saying about you. Don't you listen to the voice of the enemy that says he hates you. Don't you listen to the voice of the enemy that says you're ugly because you're inferior, because you're stupid, because you can't do nothing. Amen? You'll hear the voices on the inside tell you that you can't do nothing right and you're good for nothing. But that is not the voice of God. That is not the Father's voice in your life. Amen. That is not in alignment with what the king has to say about you. He said, that is not my voice. Listen to me. Listen to me. It is never the giants that keep you out of the promised land. It's never the giants on the outside. It's never. It was the ten spies on the inside. It was the voices of the ten on the inside that kept them from victory, not the giants on the outside. Amen. The thing that will stop you from your dream and your promised land, it will never be. Listen to me. If God told you to do it and God told you to take it, it will never be the giants on the outside. It will always be the voices on the inside. You will face the giants, but they are not authorized to stop you. Say amen, somebody. You will face them, but they are not authorized to stop you. It will always be the voices on the inside. The ten voices on the inside said, we're not able... The spy said, we're not able. Two of them said we were able to do it. But the other ten said, we're not able. We can't do it. We don't have enough power. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough resources. We don't have enough. I want you to love yourself. Amen. Beware of the voices on the inside that are telling you you can't make it. Love yourself. Amen. You got to love yourself. Get an alignment. Your heart with God, get in a heart, alignment in your heart with your neighbors and with yourself. Amen. Matthew chapter 23. Jesus was talking to a bunch of self-righteous Pharisees. They wore white clothing all the time to show how holy. Read it. Read, read, read Matthew chapter 23. All the time. They would wear and dress up to show how holy they were. If they were going to a ball game, they would walk in, look how holy I am. Look how... And they would dress up. And they would put on all their garb and they would do this all the time. They would put on their little white cloaks and their white tunics. And then so everybody could see how holy they were. And if they went anywhere, they just walked around. People were like, whoa, look how holy I am. You know, and, and, and that's what they would do. And Jesus is speaking to them. And he says this in Matthew 23. Look at verse 26. Cleanse, everybody say first. first. Now everybody say first. first. Thank you. Cleanse first the inside of, a, of the cup that the outside may be clean also. Everybody say first. first. That's the alignment of your inner world. That's the alignment of your inner world. You can't take the man out of the slum. You've got to get the slum out of the man. Oh, come on, somebody. You can't take the man out of the slum. You've got to get the slum out of the man. If you take drugs away, you take alcohol away, you take women away, men away, whatever it is, you got the same person that just ain't getting drunk. You just a dry drunk. Come on, somebody. You just a dry drunk until you change the inner world, until you change alignment of your inner world. That's what that is. It's alignment of your inner world. You, you got to get the slum out of the man. Amen. And that alignment of your inner world is your purity. 
It is your thought life. It is the things that you're so worried about. People looking at you and thinking you're... Amen. Come on. The Pharisees were so worried about looking holy and being something or not. And inside it says they were full of dead men's bones. Amen. Clean the inside of the cup. You know the world feeds on what you are on the outside, but God feeds on what you are on the inside. That was way better than y'all are letting on. And that's why Jesus stood at the door. And he said, Behold, I knock. He stood on the outside. And he said, I'll knock. I'll come in and sup with you. But you got to clean the cup on the inside. That's what he said. I'll come in and sup with you. But your cup's dirty. You got to clean the cup on the inside. That's what he said. The world feeds on who you are on the outside, but God feeds on who you are on the inside. Amen. Some people worry about the outward only. They worry about how I look and what people will think about me. But the greater thing to be clean is to be clean on the inside. In your thought life, in your purity, in your attitude, in your spirit. God help us be those kind of people. I'm preaching to myself. Amen. My thought life gets crazy. It's alignment of your inner world. He said, if you want to be in the alignment of my blessing, don't go around thinking your holiness is just on the outside because you got to get it on the inside. Amen? Men, it'll change things on the outside. When you get it on the inside, he said, clean the inside of the cup, therefore the outside will be clean also. The Holy Spirit will convict you of things in your life. When you get clean on the inside... The Holy Spirit will convict you. He will make you modest. He will make you change some things. He will convict you if you put something on you shouldn't be wearing or start to do something you shouldn't be doing. But don't you dare base your salvation on your outside. Amen? It's all about being clean on the inside first. First. It's all about, don't base your salvation on the outside. Let me give you another one. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. John 20, 19. Then the same day at evening, being, everybody say first. Being the first, day of the, being the first day of the week, the disciples were assembled. You get in alignment this year. Listen to me. You've got to understand this. I want you to listen to this preacher. Because God wants you to know this. Tell the people. To get in alignment with the body of Christ. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Tell the people to get into alignment with the body of Christ. On the first day of the week. That you don't just come to church, hit, skip, or miss. Amen. But you get in alignment with the body of Christ on the first day of the week. Come on. The more you miss church, the less you miss church. Make your priority, God's house this year, and watch the blessings find you. Amen. Make your priority, God's house this year, and watch the blessings find you and overtake you. Jacob said, I will call this place Bethel. He saw a vision of angels going up and down. He says that I have found the gate of heaven, and I'm going to call it Bethel, which means the house of God. 
Which simply means this, y'all, that there are things that God will do for you in the house of God that he will not do for you outside of the house of God because his word says that one will slay a thousand. There are hundreds around you right now. His word says that one will slay a thousand but two ten thousand. Come on, somebody. Touch your neighbor right now. I want you to put your hand and I want you to look at them and I want you to say, because I'm sitting next to you, I'm seven times stronger today. Tell them. Tell them. Say, my praise is seven times stronger. There you go. There are things that God will do for you in the body of Christ that He will not do for you alone. Amen. And my prayers right now are seven times stronger. My praise is seven times stronger. My faith right now is seven times stronger. If you can put a thousand away, just think what we can all do together. Amen. Somebody give them a shout of praise this morning. Woo! Get in alignment with the body of Christ. Get in alignment with the body of Christ. I want to give you one more. So don't lose your shout now. This one is found in Deuteronomy 26, verse 2. It says, you shall take some of the, everybody say first. You shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground and the land that the Lord gave you. Thank you, Jesus. Put it in a basket. Go to the place where the Lord God chooses to put his name and give it to God. He said, you shall take the first fruits. The first fruits. That's the alignment of your money. It's the alignment of your money. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 says this. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase. And I want you to listen to this. What a magnificent blessing this is right here. Listen. Your barns will be filled with plenty. Your vats will completely overflow. The tithe is the first. It is not the cost of admission to a gospel show. Amen. The tithe is not what you send your broke uncle in Birmingham. Come on. The tithe is not what you give to TV preachers. The tithe belongs in the storehouse that you call your church that feeds your soul and ministers to you and your family. Bring it to the place. Listen what he said. Amen. Bring it to the place. He said this. You don't choose where the tithe goes. Bring it to the place God said, I have chosen to place my name on. Now, you can give offerings to anybody you want to. But he said your tithe belongs in the house. Amen. It is the alignment of your priorities. The alignment of your priorities, guys. The alignment of your relationships, authority, your heart, the alignment of your heart, the inner world, the body of Christ, and it's the alignment of your money. How many of you this year would love to see the tidal wave of God's blessings overtaking you and your family? And I'm not real sure... 
I'm not real sure why, why the rest of y'all would not want that, but I'm going to ask that question again because only about half of you agreed with it. And I'm pretty sure the other half of you are going to want this same blessing as the other half that disagreed with it. How many of you this year would love to see the tidal wave of God's blessing overtaking you and your family? Amen. Hallelujah. Love to see that blessing taking over this church in a magnificent way. Come on, can we stand to our feet this morning? I want you to know this, that if you get an alignment with the Lord and if you want your 2024 to be different and your best year yet, can I, I tell you that's God's blueprint? For blessing? Amen? If you want 2024 to be your best year yet, I just give you God's blueprint. Do this first. Thank you, Jesus. It all starts when you put Jesus on the throne of your life. Amen? In order to get in alignment with God for the new year, it all starts with receiving Jesus Christ. It all starts when you put Jesus on the throne. And while I was preaching, I believe God was speaking to some of y'all. I believe the Lord was talking to people. And there's people in this room who backslidden. There are people in this room who are not right with God. There's people in this room who don't even know Jesus. So I'm going to ask you right now to bow your head. And with heads bowed, if that's you, you may never, ever get another opportunity to give your heart over to Jesus Christ. And if that's you and you're in here and you know you're not right with God, maybe you know you've backslidden. I want to ask you right now, raise your hand all around this room without hesitation, no looking around, no nothing. If that's you and you know you're not right with Jesus and you know you need the Lord, I'm going to ask you, raise your hand right now, all around this room. All around this room. And if you raise your hand, and everybody else, repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender to you. I give my heart to you. I give my life to you. I'm getting in alignment with your will, with your kingdom. Wash me. Cleanse me. Forgive me. And bless me mightily this year. In Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you, God, now for every hand that was raised and every blessing in 2024. In Jesus' name.